you're listening to the Pups Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Close to you when it's like actually in your, you know, immediate family. You know, it's like, dude, I fucking do not want to be known for my family. You know being Trumpers or being fucking, you know, QAnon Dow or some fucking weird fucking conspiracy theorist, right? I used to be so goddamn embarrassed about that shit. Not anymore. Not anymore. Don't care. Don't give a fuck because that doesn't represent me because let me tell you something. That's the opposite of me. But I used to be so damn embarrassed to think about, man, people are going to figure out that my mom, why is there scissors up here? Random. Leave, go. Um, I'm, they're going to be like, man, my mom, uh, Puck's mom is this, or, or Puck's brother is this, or Puck's uncle is this. It's like, dog, I don't give a fuck. That doesn't represent me at all. Okay. And I had to teach myself that. And if you are like, I'm, I never get to talk to people like this, but like, if you're a motherfucker that's dealing with that, don't be worried about like if you know your homie your 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 family represents Trump or your family wants to be fucking uh you know storm the capitol okay know that that's not you uh and it's not your fault that you're related to them or whatever you know i mean i was out you know and god i was at a you know an uh, event a family event recently and thank god that i was on my zen shit shout out to fucking phil jackson Okay, and I know a lot of you are like, Zen, yeah, you, that's the fucking last thing I fucking think about. But, uh, no, definitely was on my goddamn Zen shit, uh, not letting any of what they had to say bother me. And my uncle, goddamn shouldn't have even said that, but my uncle is out here saying the craziest shit about Brittany Renner and fucking, uh, no, Brittany Grinder, no, right? Oh, wow, Brittany Renner's the fucking badass, sexy bitch. I mean, whatever, just Brittany Griner is too, whatever. But, like, her coming home uh, and the fact that, like, that had to do, he, he politicized that out. And you're talking about, I literally, a B, not him, but, like, that I literally heard him say, BLM is a terrorist organization. Okay? Like, I got a family member and he's like obsessed with Elvis. Right. And it's like hilarious because this dude, he was not around and I much love to Elvis. I fucking love Elvis, dude. Uh, thank you, Bert. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, saw that goddamn movie. Um, the Elvis movie with, uh, my ex-girlfriend, which we will be talking about soon. But, uh, yeah. So he loves Elvis, right? So, so he's like a huge Elvis guy. And, it's hilarious because, like, who's obsessed with Elvis? But we're sitting there at the bar, and I'm not even shooting, or at the, not the bar, at the kitchen table. And he tells me, he goes, you know, I didn't know anything about BLM. And then when they stormed Graceland, which is where Elvis, like, lived and shit. And he goes, and they wrote BLM on the wall. That's when I said, fuck these people. This is a terrorist organization. And it's like, yo, what? They fuck with the boy Elvis? That got, that's what got you hot? Like, he's like man out all the places and that it's like whatever but you know it, it, and it's like dude even the damar hamlin shit like when the damar hamlin shit happened i had a family member on my line 
I don't even think he was off the field yet. And I was getting syringe fucking uh, emojis talking about he's down because of the vaccine. You know, like, God bless my mom, QAnon mom. I love her. She will kill me if she hears me say this, probably. But she was like, kept asking me, and she was in town, and she would be asking me how my health was. And I was convinced that it had to do with me being fat. And I'm like, yo, why do you keep asking me that? Is it because I'm fat? Like, what's up? And she goes, Austin, which is my name. She goes, Austin, I worry about anyone who took the vaccine. Now, this is like a month ago, you know, that she said that. I took the vaccine in 20... Whenever what whenever it came out, I took that shit so early. Like it was so that's so far forever ago, but um, yeah, man, it, it's just like I said, I I used to be just like so embarrassed about it. Now I'm just like you know what, let that freak flag fly. I don't give a fuck no more. Um, and it it's helped out with uh relationships and conversations and just everything. So I just let people like that go now, when. In 2016, I would have been political pucky times a thousand and been on my, you know, trying to fight for your right, you know, fight the power type shit. And uh, I just, I'm just obviously, you know, stand for, you know, the great shit and all the good, you know, civil shit or whatever. But as far as like, are we going like, are we going to attack, you know? You know, Uncle Rick, because he, because he's saying some Rick shit about, you know, you know, that he, that he saw on Fox News, you know what I mean? That he's just repeating. No, it's not gonna, it's not going down like that. So, anymore, and it just, it's like, definitely more peaceful, man, but, um, that's what it is, man. So shout out to all the conspiracy theorists out there. I just wanted to say that, man. I want to say if you're in that position and your family members fucking out here posting crazy shit, you know, on Facebook, you know what I mean? And uh, you you fucking are like, goddamn, what? No, I can't be associated with this. You're not. You're not associated with it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, man. Welcome to motherfucking the Pucks Out Here podcast, episode 25. You know what I'm saying? Big 2-5 on that ass. Uh, didn't think I could make it. Didn't think I could make it here. Obviously, uh, a pot a week, we don't sleep. I'm going to just stop saying dumb shit like that because it just doesn't happen. It does not end up happening. Um, like, you know, um, my bad. This is like looking at over here. It's making sure the camera is like straight. Um, but the light is straight, but, um, yeah, so, uh, welcome to episode 25, you know what I'm saying, we get here when we get here, you know, and I got, I got some little things we'll talk about later in the podcast about, you know, what I want to do, you know, I know you guys always, or you always always hear me say, I want to keep, I want to be consistent, I want to keep this thing consistent, consistency, 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 and I just fall flat on my face when I say that, um, so, you know, just gonna, you know, we're reworking some things, obviously, uh, and that's that's what's going down right now with the pod, uh, trying to fucking just, you know, 25 is 25, man, I don't give a fuck how we got here, fuck all that, but yeah, appreciate you guys joining me, appreciate everyone who's uh, watches, subs, you know, we get a lot of listens on like Apple and Spotify, uh, which is cool, which definitely is something I didn't didn't know I, I started this podcast on some video shit but uh people fuck with the listen so if you're if you're on there definitely give us some fucking four star ratings and some fucking five star ratings and some 
shout us out, all that fucking shit, um, and uh, and get us popping there. But, but uh, yo, I got- yeah, so shout out to everyone uh, for for checking out the podcast uh, and and subbing, sharing it, all that shit on the, on the IG. That helps a lot when you guys share the little clips or whatever. So uh, appreciate that. We're gonna try to go hard with the shorts and uh, yeah, man. Thank you. But uh, first off, we need to give a huge apology to the Franklin, Ohio Fire Department. Uh, we, you know, on the last episode, absolutely dogged them, told you a story about how I got stuck in the snow, you know what I mean? And they had to come get me twice, once when I dipped, once when I came back. And they had said some wheelchair thing, you know, whatever. it doesn't matter. They got up and they came out here and they helped your boy get out. Out to where he needed to go and into where he needed to go. And, uh, yeah, just, and I'm out here fucking dogging him, trying to fucking, you know. My boy was like, how are we going to get sponsors if you're out here dogging fire departments? You know, these guys are goddamn national heroes, okay? So, shout out to them. I apologize. I was in the wrong, okay? So, definitely fire department. Y'all are good in my book, Franklin, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? F, you know it is. Um, but... Man, I've been, uh, been going out a little bit. Been going out here and there. Shout out to the homie Booth, man. Uh, been throwing a lot of great blunts and brunches, okay? Now, how this is a thing, I do not know. It's like, it's hilarious because if, like, you're a white person, multiple people, like, will come up to me in there that are like, and they'll be like, dude, are you trying to just roll up in here, dude? And, like, it is like, yeah, trust me. I thought that too. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's a blunts and brunch. Literally, my man will uh, throw a party uh, on a Sunday from 12 to 5. He'll have different cooks that are there each time. Uh, he did November, December, and January. And uh, January had to have been the most late because that was his birthday. That was about to be my birthday, da-da-da. Um, but, yeah, so he does these, these blunts and brunches. And... You know, and he brings a different DJ each time, different entertainment, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's just super, super dope and just a fun vibe. You don't got to stay out mad late. You're, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm 31 and I'm like a day dude. And then I'm just like done. Like it's dark right now. I'm fucking ready to be in my bed with the covers on. You know what I'm saying? So when you got an event that's like from 12 to 5 on a little Sunday tip, this is beautiful. Mimosas? Come on, man. But, you know, and your boy was raising that chair on the bar talking to the house. You know what I mean? But I got to be honest that uh, we were in a section out the Blunts and Brunch, man. And they gave me my I had to order my food. And the, the, the girl had came over and gave us our food, man. And I'm just like, man, here's this fucking French toast and bacon and syrup and chocolate and strawberries. I'm not about to eat this in front of these beautiful women. Like, it just can't go down that way. There's just these beautiful girls, and 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 I'm not about to just slurp this down in front of them. Like, it's just something about it. it just, I don't, I'm shy. I don't want to eat in front of you. No. I'm that fucking, I'm that fucking, uh, what is it? That goddamn monkey emoji with the fucking eyes cr- covered. You know what I mean? But, hilarious. But yeah, so the Blunts of Brunch have been lit. Hopefully, we're going to have another one uh, in February, no, in March. So if you are in Dayton or in the Ohio, Southern Ohio area, definitely pull the fuck up to that because that uh, that's something special, man. 
That is something special. I think uh, last time we talked, uh, I turned uh, 31. 31 years old. Um, I set every episode, man. And it's been the theme of this podcast uh, that I'm just not where I want to be. And I'm very self-conscious about it. And I think that I should be further along at my age and uh, been be balling and not balling, but just, you know, fucking making a decent fucking living in a decent crib and like, you know what I mean? Decent car, like some shit like that. But, you know, off the ideas that that's the goal. OK, so what the fuck are we talking about right now? Oh, yeah, being 31. So, so I'll be off the goals, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's what I want to live off of. So, you know, it, it, it's about living through that. And that's, I'm not rambling, but I'm just trying to say, like, I want to live through my, my dreams and my, uh, like, I want to live through, like, my brand and shit, like, that I want to, just my creations, you know? And I want to live through that and I want to, you know, bring that shit to the world. So, but I also want to get paid. I also want to get paid, bro. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I'm just financially not where I want to be. Mentally not where I want to be. Like, maturity not where I want to be at. Just all around not. And I'm not trying to be negative. You know what I mean? Because there is a lot of things that I am proud of myself, I guess, for doing. Uh, you know what I mean? We hold the brand down. You know what I'm saying? We die for the motherfucking brand. Shout out my Tom and Michael. Uh, and, you know... There's things that are not that bad, you know, that I beat myself up and act like this is like, you know, that I'm, you know, 50 years old living in my mom's basement. We're not doing that. But, uh, but you know what I mean? Every day is new. We're trying to work, trying to get it popping. Um, and, and 32, man, could just be as lit. But yeah, didn't really do anything for the birthday. We're snowed in. We were snowed in for the birthday. Uh, been, a weird, you know what I mean, it's fucking 60 degrees right here right now in February, it's like, what is going on, dude, but, uh, climate change is not real, just kidding, it definitely fucking is, I don't even want to be confused that I was kidding there, it is real as fuck, uh, but yeah, man, um, been suffering a little bit, definitely, been suffering, uh, I, you know, it's going through, uh, a breakup at the moment, I guess you could say, um, and pretty rough, pretty rough, um, you know, I'd say for about 29 years, I never thought that I could get a girl. I never thought that a girlfriend was going to be for me. I never, you know, I'm in the I'm in the wheelchair. I'm thinking, you know, there's no girl that wants to fucking date a dude in a wheelchair. And, uh, you know, any of that. You know, I remember one time, you know, and, and God bless my mom. We have a great relationship now. But I remember, you know, we were kids and we were playing around and shit. And we were like in junior high and uh, a parent and uh, with some girls, right, or whatever, and then she, the girls left, and a parent came, and she's like, hey, I was just checking on what was going on, and John, you know how the girls are with the boys, and my mom looked at this lady, and she said, yeah, well, Austin doesn't have to worry about that, and it was funny, because ever since that moment, 
I definitely was like, oh, yeah, I'm not worthy of, like, girls. When you're, like, 12 years old and you hear some shit like that, you're like, oh, okay, gotcha. So, I lived my life that way for, like, 29 years. Like I said, like, I'm solo cat. Like, I didn't even want to, you know, Drake said, I know I'm always quoting Drake. I know I'm always quoting Drake. But he did say, uh, love is just not in my plans. Not even taking a chance. Studio right in my yard. I'm doing 10 in a week. Okay, that had nothing to do with it. But but uh, so I just didn't even want to go down that route. You know, I have these psychological issues or whatever as is. I don't want to fucking bring somebody into that and then also them add to the pain, okay, of, a, of, of an original side boy. So I steered away from, you know, relationships. I just never was into it. Never, never even a fucking thought, man. Never even a thought. And then, uh, 29, um, I, I, I kind of come out and I come out of my shell a little bit in the Dayton area and I start to meet downtown people and more artist people and more people with, you know, their clothing brands and more musicians and just more just great people. And, uh, with that, I met this girl and, uh, you know, I kind of, I, I don't really, like, believe in, like, love at first sight or some weird shit like that, but I knew when I met this girl that I was going to date her. Like, I did definitely knew that. I just knew. And I know that sounds corny and cheesy. All my boys are going to flame me for that one. But, uh, yeah, I just knew. I knew I was going to date this girl. And, you know, time, so we meet, and uh, time goes on, and she was putting the pressure on your boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, she definitely was letting me know she liked me, you know, and, uh, and you know, kind of wanted to kick it. And, you know, one night uh, we were at a bar, and finally she was just like, yo, like, are, what's up? Like, you're taking too long. Like, are we going to kick it or what? And uh, blah, blah, blah. We ended up kicking it. Ended up dating for a year and a year and a half almost. And, uh, you know, like I said, was reluctant at first to date this girl. And then I finally, you know, gave in. And I don't want to say gave in in a bad way, but it like gave just gave in to like my feelings. And we're just like, all right, dude, I love this girl. Like, all right, let's do it. So we're, we were dating or whatever. And, you know, I look back at it and I was just fucking terrible. I was absolutely a garbage boyfriend. You got to understand, this is my first, and that's not an excuse to say this is my first uh, relationship, but it was my first relationship, and let me tell you, I was every bit an absolute maniac and and just, just terrible, just a bad boyfriend, didn't think about things, didn't take initiative about things, uh, and you know what I mean, just didn't. You know, no surprise gifts here and there, no shit like that, like, bad Christmas gifts, oh, bad Christmas gifts on my end, and amazing Christmas gifts on her end, uh, you know, just things that, and I would just get, I would get mad, and as time went on, you know, I would get even more mad, and I would be, you know, bitter about, you know, things of her past, and just, just make her feel bad, and just made her you know, it was just a shitty day, man, and I didn't know I was doing this, but, you know, I look back on it, and I can see, like, definitely, I was terrible, I was absolutely a terrible boyfriend, and, you know, it takes, uh, uh and this girl, dude, let me tell you something, this girl loved me, she would have freaking killed for me, man, the things that she did, like, 
She even dumped my peacup out one time, dude, when we were in the car. Okay? So that's like next level shit. <laughs> All right? So, uh, you know, just that, that, that year of me being the boyfriend, I'd always, you know, complain about being a boyfriend, how I didn't want to do the boyfriend role and how it was too much responsibility for me and just all this terrible, terrible shit, man. Well, time goes on and uh, about a month ago or whatever, she's like super into like plays and like uh, dramas and shit like that, like fucking Broadway shit, right? So, uh, some of her like friends were coming into town to do like a play or whatever, do a show. And I could tell I'd never seen her like more excited about anything in my life ever, ever, ever seen her more excited about anything. And, um, she invited all of our friends and didn't invite me. Now, granted at this point we had broke up. Okay. I did break up with her around November, but we got stronger. Okay. I did leave that part out, but we got kind of stronger as like, just like, just like people. We just got stronger together. I felt like after that. And, um, yeah. So fast forward, we, the play happens and she doesn't invite me. She invites our friends. And I thought that was, that was like devastating to me. Cause I'm like, here's this thing that she loves. And, you know, I've shown her everything I love and she's come to my pop-ups and helped me and done this. And I just like, why is she not sharing what she loves with your boy? So I was fucked up about that. And, uh, then she kind of was MIA and not answering and not answering. And I just felt as if she had chose this thing over me and I don't know, just some dumb shit. And I just messaged her and said the craziest, foulest, bad shit. And it was terrible. Right? But, you know, I was hurt. I was hurt. And at that point, I had blocked her. Uh, I had a little baddie hollering at me. Right? So, in my head, I'm like, y'all don't even need it. I got this baddie hollering at me over here. Like, it's straight. You know, that little that I know that baddie don't ever. That's never, that is straight. Never want to kick it. Never, just not even working type shit. Like, I'm never kicking it with you. I'll flirt with you, but I would never be kicking it with you. But, um, but yeah, and then a month goes by, man, and uh, find out, you know, I wanted, you know, I missed the fuck out of her, and I just wanted her back in my life, and, you know, wanted to, I don't know if I wanted to make up for mistakes at this time, because I just don't know if I was aware of, like, how stupid I was, and how, you know, You know, it takes, I'll just say it, it takes a special chick to, like a dude in a wheelchair, man, like I said, and this girl definitely loved me on some unconditional shit, but, uh, if I would have recorded this like five hours ago, I'd be crying my ass off, but smoked a little bit of the dojo and was cool, um, but, yeah, so, time goes by and I wanna, I wanna get back together with her, and, um, then, find out that she's dating somebody else i was at i was at the bar with some of my homies i actually went dolo at the bar uh with uh with a homie with my with no homies and you know the chair raises up so i'm sitting or whatever and a couple homies come in and one that knows her really well and i kind of just got it out of him where i'm like yo what and like yeah she's yeah 
and I just lost my mind. At this point, I'm four cranberry vodkas in doubles, so I'm rocking, dude. Uh, like everything is blurry. I'm know that the puke sesh is coming up because you know I can't hold my liquor. This man can't handle this weed. Uh, so I find that out this past Friday, man, and I just go fucking ballistic again, man. Just go stupid and, you know, never felt it. Never felt a feeling like that in my life. And just to know that I did this person very wrong and now they're probably moving on to something happier. You know what I mean? And this person did nothing wrong. For a year, this this person did nothing wrong. It was all my insecurities. It was all, you know, everything that I had going on in my head and would make up in my mind and, you know, just paranoia, just everything like that. So, you know, I, I say that <laughs> because I'm hurting. And I say that to say I don't give advice. I'm big on no advice. I'm big on everybody is you know, their own thing, and they have, you know, their own thing going on, don't give them no motherfucking advice type shit, all right, um, but if I could give anybody some fucking life advice, some experience, like, awesome, awesome experience type shit, I would say, like, bro, if you love somebody, treat them right, man, because this is a lesson for me that, like, I gotta start treating the people in my life better, because, I lost something that I'll never get back and that's and it's like the most, you know. It was it was one it was a special thing that was given to me that I wasted and uh and now it's gone, man. So I just don't want to, you know, my my homie told me today he said, "Man, you want relationships to be easy, man. Friendships are work. Friendships are work. It takes work." And uh, so I just have to be better all around as a person, man. And uh you know, I was with the with my grandma today and and she's told me, man, she's told me it's going to hurt all enough for a while. You know, she'd been through it and just, she said, you know, it's going to hurt for a while, but got to learn, got to learn from it. And especially, you know, if you take accountability, there's no excuse to just not be like, yo, you were tripping the whole time. And if you ever get this chance again, don't fuck it up, you know. But yeah, if I just could give anybody some advice, man, just hold on to the motherfucking ones that you love and tell them that you love them. Show them that you love them. Be aware, man. Be aware. Take initiative. You know what I mean? Do do some shit that shows that you got love for this motherfucker. But, oh, man. No, it's going to be hard to get out, man. I swear to God. Like, I thought I was, gonna, I was like, yo, Mike, you just out. I'm going to cry. Like, I'm like, yo, should I even get this out? But it's like, dog, it's the diary. Just the diary. I don't, I, I, I really don't know any other way to put it. This is the diary. So. Um, look, we'll be back. We got some, we got some, we'll fucking take it off this goddamn sad shit and get to some real shit. Uh, it's the pucks out here podcast with pucking to the God. The fuck is up with the goddamn boots, man? Uh, wow. This is not a week takeover. This is a month takeover, man. But it, you know, you know, it's like, I throw my hands up at this point because it's like, if this is what it's came to, fuck it, man. Rock them, man. Everybody rock them. Do your thing, man. Roll the ankles. Do the whatever you got to do. 
get them off when it fit with the with the with the pants in between get them with the motherfucking bdus big baggy joints on the outside where you can just put it on the outside and it just looks like a you know what do you man because this shit is so fucking ridiculous the the brand mischief i don't know if you guys have seen this brand it's a very uh troll like brand fashion wise and they do weird shit and they always get the internet talking but i don't know if they ever get them talking in a positive way but this boot now this boot has some positivity to it i see some people in some high places rock this boot okay so uh yeah but i mean it's just ridiculous it's just a joke it may i mean you know what i mean i don't want to be the front lawn dude but you know if it it just makes such a culture look like a fucking joke dude like you know me look like an idiot and the older i get the more i think that you know some streetwear shit does look like a costume anyway so it's like man nah 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 we're not fucking with the red boots man i saw uh what's her name about to catch another flight i'm about to make a one all right i saw her rocking at the Nets game. Now she, look, man, I could see. I don't even want to say this, man, but I could see like a few girls pulling them off, whatever. She pulled them off, whatever. You know what I'm saying she's sexy. You know what I'm saying, but uh, but I'm surprised like Fab hasn't worn these or some weird shit like that. Like you know, but big red boots, not a fucking, not 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 a thing. But the fucking Super Bowl, man. You know, that goes transition, boy. Your boy's got some lit-ass transitions. Let's keep it real. But uh, the Super Bowl, motherfucking great game, great halftime show. Uh, I came in this shit just so depressed because the Bengals should have been in the Super Bowl. It's not even a question. It's not up for debate. It's factual. Just like, you know, the sky is blue, grass is green. The Bengals should have been in the Super Bowl. Okay? Period. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so so it was difficult for me to get to to find a any type of interest in this game. So, but but Rihanna performing halftime got me kind of hype. Got me kind of hype, and she came out in the Red Solomons, uh, the Mar- Masha Margella Red Solomon shoes, which looked awesome. Uh, she was killing it with those, and uh, just a great performance, man. She's got fucking hits, hits for days. Could have went. I mean, what'd she do, 11 minutes? Could have went, oh my god. Off hooks alone could go for like two hours, probably. For real. Uh, So, shout out to Rihanna, man. Baddie, too. God damn, man. Sexy, fucking thick as hell. Alright, man. I'll always be on my freak shit on here, dude. Not trying to be on my freak shit, but not trying to be on my freak shit. But... It's funny, man. I if it, it was in Zona, which is where my mom lives, look, I would have been there if the Bengals would have been there. I'd have been in the motherfucking building, dude. Haven't flown in a minute, dude. But I'd have been. We'd have been out there. We'd have been out there, man. Let me tell you, because, man, I, the the last time I flew, I almost got arrested. It was no, it wasn't the last time I flew. It was the second to last time I flew. And it was, I, I've told you guys how fucking inconvenient it is to fly in a wheelchair anyway. They just absolutely abuse you and did, you know, like give you your bag and be like, hey, have a good one. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, so the airport, you know, is just a crazy spot for a person in a wheelchair. Well, back in 2000 and whenever I flew, I went to LA for the first time and we got some pins, right? Now, at this time, Ohio, 
weed law was not legal at all. It, they didn't fuck with it. It was not cool. No, still on some weird shit. I don't even know if there was dispensaries for medical at this time. Or maybe there was, maybe there has been at the whole, I don't know, but I don't think there was. And, uh, so I didn't, and I'm a nerd when it comes to weed, dude. Like I just found out what fucking Indica Sativa, the differences. And that's just only because, you know, in the couch, that's the only reason or Indica D because that's a great album. But like that's, so that's how a nerd when it comes to motherfucking weed I am, right? So I'm with my boy and we got these pins and we got these edibles and we got these pre-rolls and we're about to go in and I'm like, dude, we might as well just eat this shit, smoke this shit. I fuck it. Now I'm a big boy. So I always think like, you know, a fucking whatever this, I think it was like a 300 milligram cookie or whatever, maybe six. I don't know. But, uh, I ate it and I'm like, whatever, I'll be fine. Fucking big boy. Nothing barely will hit me, whatever. Edibles kind of don't usually hit me at all. Dude, we get into the LAX, which is the most craziest airport ever, and I am in the twilight zone, dude. I cannot even drive my chair. It's so fucked. So, at this point, like I said, weed's not legal, and I have these pins. I want to bring these pins back. It's hard to get these in Ohio. I'm not fucking taking a risk here. So, I got these pins. So, I'm like, yo, let's, so we're right before TSA. I say, yo, let's put them in my side of my bag. Or, or in, in my, not my back, my, uh, my wheelchair, my, the padded uh, part, the seat, like the padded seat on my wheelchair. So we do that. And obviously I'm blitzed out of my mind. So I'm asking so sketchy. Well, I get through padded down or whatever. And they pull me to the side and I'm like, Oh fuck. And I'm already, I'm, I'm like, duh, no shit. I'm probably sweating bullets at this point. So they get me and they're like, yo, we got to do a private search. And I'm like, what's that mean? They're like, we got to take you into a room. And I look at my boy who's with me and I go, uh-uh, he's coming too. Let's go. And I'm, it's like, that's your boy with you? I said, yes, he's coming with because we're going down together. So we get in this fucking room, man. And I, I never felt this way in my life, bro. I'm paranoid. I'm blitzed. I'm fucking just, oh, man, my skin's crawling. Like, it's crazy. Well, they're, they got to pat me down again. Now, they're getting physical at this point. They're like, yo, these motherfuckers got something. Like, yo. And, it, and I, all the time, like, I got to get these pens home, dude. So, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up, bro. I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. They are not getting these pens. I don't give a fuck. So, he gets closer and he goes, let me know if anything hurts. So, he gets closer to where the pens are and I go, ah, ah, ah. And he goes, what is it? What is it? And I'm like, yo, just my bad. No, no it just hurts. And he goes, I feel something. I feel something. So, the other dude fucking rushes over and they go, what is this when it, and I and I instantly grab it and I'm like yo these are just pins that we had my bad I forgot you even remember that I had them and he goes dude just give those to your friend we thought you had something like crazy is that it so then I'm acting perfectly fine I'm raising my wheelchair up for him I'm bending over side to side like you know what I mean all that because I'm like yo we're fucking uh we are not getting arrested and we're good now at this point so they're like it's because they thought I had a fucking bomb by the way I was acting and uh, so I didn't, and we got up out of there, and that was, and then flew home. And I remember just being so fucked up, dude. But yeah, shout out to LAX. Shout out to everybody that fucking is goddamn flying right now. You know what I'm saying? It looks, I mean, the airport may as well give up your rights when you pull up in that motherfucker, bro. But but yeah, man. Um, what I was trying to tell you earlier, man, is we're just trying to get you know, new microphones for this pod and take it on the road, take it out, take it's pucks out here, it's not pucks in here, okay? 
So we're trying to take this motherfucker to the to the road and get some interviews, talk to some people, not some on the street shit that you're seeing right now, but some planned uh, on site interviews with people that I want to talk to, people that I'm interested in, and uh, you know we're gonna take this shit less about me. I mean we're still gonna talk about my you know debauchery, but but uh, yeah, so. You know, that's the pod, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, thank you. It looks like we're podding a month, or we don't, I don't know what the motto would be there, but it looks like a pod a month currently. But, uh, hey man, the message, and I don't do messages, because all we do is talk about strippers and hookers and fucking dumb shit, but, bro, love, love, love the people that, that love you, that you care about, show them, man. Show them, show them for sure until it's too late, man. All right, it's your boy Puck. Episode 25, Scent Boy. Don't make fun of me, y'all. All right, peace. You're listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Woo!